Good morning. A couple of weeks ago, I was sitting on an airplane flying 14 and a half hours to, uh, to South Africa to see some of our missionaries and to be there. And it was late in the evening. A lot of people were asleep. So everything was dark in the cabin, and some were watching movies and doing things. And I was reading. I was catching up on some reading and had stopped and was just kind of waiting on the Lord. And, and in the next probably hour, uh, the Lord poured a lot of things into my life. But very specifically, he, he spoke to me about this Sunday and next Sunday and what he wants to do in our hearts over the next couple of weeks. At the end of this service, we're going to give you a chance to come down and just say to the Lord, Lord, I'm here. I want to be touched by you. I need a special touch in my life. Whatever your need is, whatever you've been struggling with, we believe God can touch that need. Mark chapter 5, verse 24. And he went with him, and a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent, think about this, and spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself the power gone from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Father, I pray that today that many would find that they have been made well, that they can leave this place in peace healed of whatever trouble they face, knowing your strength in their life. Touch us today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Father had been affirming that Jesus was his Son through the acts of Jesus on this earth. People were being healed. The power of God was flowing into people's lives. He was feeding the multitudes. Now, in this particular instance, Jesus had landed on the shore after being on another, in another area and had cast out a, a demon and, and now had flown back to the other side of the shore, and the people were waiting for him. They began to gather around him until it became difficult for him to even pass through the crowd. The Bible says that they thronged around him. They were all around him. They, they, he was being jostled by them. 
most likely they were looking for something from Jesus. One man in particular had approached Jesus and asked for his help. He said that his daughter was dying and asked if Jesus would come and pray for his daughter. And Jesus had agreed to go with him. And it's in this scene, this hectic scene, this, that this desperate man is, is asking for help in the middle of the noise, in the middle of all the requests, in the middle of the jostling and the confusion as Jesus is moving with this man to go where he wants him to go. Suddenly, Jesus stops. And he says these words, Who touched me? Who touched my garments? Mark records the bewilderment of the, of the disciples. How can you ask who touched you? You're, you're being pushed back and forth. You're, you know, this is like a, a large group of people trying to get out of a, a gate, a narrow gate at a ball game, and everybody's moving towards that narrow gate, and you're being pushed back and forth. You're surround, he's surrounded by people. He's being touched by everybody. And Jesus suddenly says, who touched me? Jesus knew someone had touched him in faith. Not even him. Just his garment. We've read the story. A woman with an issue of blood. We're not told what that issue was. Theologians debate it and talk about what was actually going on in her life. All that we really know is that she had an issue and she needed to be set free. She had been suffering for 12 years. And with the kind of issue, an issue of blood, this would have, mean that she, would have meant that she was unclean in Jewish law. This would have meant that the only, the only impact, that, that any impact with her physical being would be socially rejected or social connection would, be, would have been cut off. She would have been seen as someone you, you couldn't eat with or have into your home or to touch her. She had gone to the doctors time and time again, different ones, different experts, to no avail. She only got worse. She had spent all that she had, all that she owned, she had spent it trying to find an answer, and there was no answer. Somewhere in her life, someday came, in the middle of this desperate situation, that she began to hear about this guy named Jesus. She began to hear stories of people. She began to hear that people had been healed. She began to hear that people had been delivered. She began to hear that he had power and that he possessed power. And she wondered, could this be an answer for me? The day suddenly came when Jesus was nearby. He had landed on the shores near her, and the crowds were gathering around him. From hearing all the stories about Jesus, a spark of faith ignited in her heart. Just something clicked inside of her spirit. The Spirit of God spoke to her, and she thought, if I can just get to him, if I can just get to him. She began to think about this. She says, I, 
I can't get his attention, but I don't really need his attention. I don't need him to say a word to me. I don't need him to come to my home. I don't even need to ask him for anything. In fact, she began to think, I don't even need to touch him. I just need to touch what he's wearing. If I can just get that close, if I can do that, she began to think, I'm go- I'll be healed. I'll be healed. And so she made her way to where she heard Jesus was. And she saw the crowd. The crowd can dis- discourage us sometimes. The crowd can make us embarrassed. The crowd can make us walk away. I've, I've often wondered how many people needed an answer for their life, needed a direction for the, their life, have missed getting the answer, have missed getting the direction simply because it was a little bit difficult. They just, they just missed it. On a Sunday night, they decided to stay home when God had an answer for them that night. They thought, I'll just keep the kids at home. It's too much to get them all up and go again. And the Spirit of God was waiting for them if that had come. They've had an issue with a kid and with a child in their home and the call for them to go to a camp or go to a retreat or go to something, and they thought, you know what, uh, it costs too much. They won't get anything out of it anyway. And they missed the fact that the answer was waiting for them if it had just been obedient and followed. And because of it, they missed the power of God. How many times have people sat in pews and instead of coming to the altar, confessing their need, asking God for help, they thought in the back of their mind, I've gone down before, I don't want to walk up in front of the crowd again. If God wants to touch me, he can do it right here where I stand. And instead of making their way through to reach out to Jesus, they've missed him. And they've missed the power of God. Not this woman. She came to the thronging crowd. She was in need. She knew there was no other answer for her problem. Her only hope was in Jesus. She had come to this conclusion, and she was making her way to him. See, this is the true condition of man. We may not have gone to every doctor yet, we may not have gotten every counsel, gotten to every counsel yet. We may not have spent every penny we have on our issue yet. But the sooner we realize that our only real answer is Jesus, the sooner we can meet with him. And she had come to this conclusion after 12 years and now hearing about Jesus that there was no other answer for her than the power of God. Is it going to take 12 years for you to get there? She was not going to be stopped. She wasn't going to let the discomfort of the crowd push her away. She was not going to be discouraged by the difficulty of the moment. She was determined to get in contact just with the hem of his garment. When I was a youth pastor, uh, we had different groups and speakers come into the oasis and 
One day I got a call from a guy that I, I worked with a lot that helped us arrange for the groups to come. And he called me and he said, hey, I've got an opportunity for you. He named it, there was a television star, a pretty popular television show at the time. And one of the, one of the young ladies on the television show uh, is a Christian young lady. And she was just at that time beginning to, she's wanting, she hadn't even begun yet. She was wanting to go and speak at, at some churches and share a testimony and see what her popularity on this television show, how she could turn that into being a witness to people. And he calls me and he says, listen, uh, I think, uh, I think Springfield, I think you guys worked with you a lot. You've treated people good. I think this would be a safe place for her to start. She's never done this before, Pastor. She's never got up and shared her testimony publicly before. I need a safe place for her to start. In fact, if you'd help me, uh, we'd like to get a couple of churches. If you know a couple of churches in, around the area, maybe in some small towns where she can just kind of go in and get out and just kind of get her feet wet and sharing her testimony with people. Well, I had no idea what kind of results and what kind of response this would get. We we booked her in, in a church over in Quincy and another little church down south of here, and we had her here uh, at Calvary. And, and, and we booked her down at this little church down in, in Verdon, actually. And uh, a couple of days into it, after we, they began to announce it, the pastor called me and said, we got a problem. He goes, our church is not going to be able to hold this crowd. Everybody, everybody in our community is talking about her coming to our city. Nobody with this kind of fame's ever done anything like this in our city before that I can remember. And so he, he moved it to the, uh, to the high school gym, and we got there that night, and they had a nice stage set up. And I want to tell you, the place was packed. There were people everywhere to see this young lady. She got up and shared her testimony, and most of the people there were very receptive and open and, and respectful but there were about 150, 200 people that they were just enthralled. I mean, television personalities were different than any other personalities I dealt with in the way people who are into television want to get close to them. And we began to realize that we were going to have a hard time getting her out of the building. Literally getting her out of the building. So a bunch of us, we had a bunch of the band was there, and a bunch of guys were there with us, and and when it came time for us to leave, we literally had to come off of the platform and go all the way to the other side of the gym to get to any private rooms and then to be able to get her out to a car. And as we, we surrounded her and began to walk through this crowd, and like I said, the majority, if they would have all been this way, it would have been impossible. But the majority of the crowd was very respectful. There were some people that they just wanted to touch her. I mean... We are, people are grabbing her hair as, and we're slapping their hands down and pushing them away as we walk through this crowd. And I thought about that sometimes with a TV star and I've thought about people trying to get to Jesus. The throng around him. Wanting something from him. Needing something from him. In the middle of that scene, you see a, a woman in need. I picture her down low, reaching her hands between the legs of people. Just a touch 
the hem of his garment. And in faith, when she touched that hem of his garment, when she touched that place, suddenly the power of God began to flow into her life. And in that moment, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords stops dead in his tracks. And he says, who touched me? The, the next moments, it seems like Jesus was out of touch with reality. His disciples are asking, well, how can you ask something like that? And Jesus, not paying attention, he's looking around. He's searching the crowd, and they're like, what is he doing? Everybody's touching him. But suddenly, he sees her. And in fear and trembling, she falls at his feet, and she confesses what only Jesus and her knew, that she had touched his garment, and in faith, the power of God had flowed into her being and she had been healed. And Jesus in his grace and his mercy looks at her and says, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This message is in the Bible for you and me today. It's just not a story to say, look how cool Jesus was. It's not just a story to talk about all oh, the power of God for this one special woman. It's a story for you and me. It's profitable for us to know it because it tells us how God works. It tells us that when we're desperate and we're in need and we, we let faith grow in our heart and we reach out and touch even the hem of his garment, that his power can flow into our lives. This wasn't a story just for her. This is a story for every believer and every person that would hear about Jesus from that day to this, that the power of God is available for us to set us free and to heal us. Amen. No matter how hopeless our situation seems, today there is an answer. She had heard about Jesus and she believed. Have you heard about Jesus? Jesus, the Son of God, born of a virgin? Have you heard about him? Have you heard about Jesus who overcame all temptation and rebuked the enemy and walked in victory and walked in purity? Have you heard about him? Have you heard about Jesus who speaks and turns the water into wine and meets the needs, the daily needs of people? Have you heard about him? Have you heard about Jesus who speaks to demons and they must flee from him because he is king of kings and lord of lords? Have you heard about Jesus? Have you heard about Jesus who rebukes leprosy and people are made clean and whole in an instant? This is the Jesus that we talk about. Have you heard about him? Have you heard about the Jesus who opens blind eyes and suddenly sight returns to those who have never seen? That Jesus is still alive today and still available to us today. Have you heard about the Jesus who opens deaf ears and who gives life to dead limbs? Have you heard about the Jesus who speaks to the wind and the waves and they must obey his voice? Have you heard about the Jesus who conquered death, 
hell, and the grave and is living victoriously, interceding for us in heaven. Have you heard about Jesus, the healer, the deliverer, the redeemer? Have you heard about him and have you let faith for your need grow in your spirit that this Jesus is greater than anything you're facing today and you can be set free? The question remains, have I heard about him? Have I let the spark of faith grow in my heart? And will I come to him? Will you be one who hears and allows faith to stir and pursue him in your heart? Will you be one who won't let any difficulty of the moment keep you from reaching out to Jesus? Will you be that one? What's your need? Do you need a physical touch today? What's your need? Are you in the middle of an emotional train wreck today? What's your need? Are you seeking for direction and you've been looking, trying to figure out what to do next? What's your need? Are you in the middle of a relationship crisis? And you need God to move down and open eyes and begin to reveal truth to people in your life? What's your need? You're in the middle of a financial crisis and you need God to show you what to do or a career crisis and you need direction? You've done all you can do. You've done all you know to do. Will you reach out to him? Will you let him move in your life? In the next few moments, we're going to stand. And he's going to begin to lead us in a song about Jesus being our healer. And if you need a touch of God today, I'm going to ask you just to come from wherever you're at and just stand around the front. Our altar workers are going to come around and just anoint every one of you. But while we're singing this song, will you open up and just reach out to Jesus? Confess that he's your healer, that you need his touch today. I believe a few weeks ago, sitting on an airplane, God told me he was going to set people free today. He's going to change lives today. He said, share this message. He brought me to this passage because he wants you to come and feel his power move in your life.